Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Okay, let's take our seats. Father, we want to thank you. What a glorious, wonderful evening you have given to us. Yet not just the evening, but the day. We rejoice in you and give you glory, master, for a love that knows no end. Master, for accepting us, for using us loving us. No other name but the name of Jesus. No other name but the name of the no other name but the name of Jesus is worthy of glory and worthy of honor and worthy of power and of praise. No other name. No other name but the name of Jesus. No other name but the name of the Lord. Oh, no other name but the name of Jesus. We say no other name, no other name. No other name by the name of the Lord. No other name but the name of is worthy of glory and worthy of honor and worthy of power and of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody give him a hand clap. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know why. 
But for some reason, I feel emotional because of that name, Jesus. He is so good. He is so good. He loves us with a love that is hard to explain. Even when you do not see him, he is involved. I believe someone needed that word today. Even if you don't see him, even if you don't sense him, he is involved. He is. And, and his love for you will cross all boundaries to reach out to you. In fact, I say it will, but the truth is it has. It has. And oh, he's here with us. Father, we love you. We worship and adore. We glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify your name. We glorify your name. We glorify your name in all the earth. Again, we say, Father, we love you. Father, we love you. We worship and adore you. We glorify your name in all the earth. We glorify your name, glorify your name, we glorify your name in all the earth, Jesus we love you, yes we do, Jesus we love you, we worship and adore you. Glorify your name in all the earth. We glorify your name. Glorify your name. Glorify your name in all the earth. We love you, Spirit, we say, Spirit, we love you, we worship and adore you, we glorify your name in all the earth, we do, we glorify, glorify 
your name glorify your name yes we do glorify your name in all the earth we glorify we glorify your name glorify your name glorify your name in all the earth Jesus we love you and we we even know that even our ability to love you comes from you the spirit you have poured in us by him we cry, Abba, Father, for your love has been shed abroad upon our hearts by your Spirit. And we continue to dig deeper into this love, Father, because it is bottomless, unsearchable, indescribable. Do you mind if, if you can just bow down your head and just say some words of adoration to him? Some words of exaltation to him. You're not, you're not making a petition. You're just talking about Jesus and God and, and how good he has been to you. I mean, uh, you can rise even above whatever situation and circumstance and just say, I will glorify him. He's bigger than I. He's greater than I understand. He, he is more exalted than anything here on earth. He's, he's wonderful. He's powerful. He's great. What he is bigger than what we can imagine. He is greater than what we can say. He is mighty. He is powerful. Lord, oh, we love you. We exalt you. We lift your name high. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. Most excellent one, you are worthy. You are worthy. Nothing compares to you. Lord, nothing compares to you. Jesus, we love you. Because you first loved us, we thank you. We appreciate you. Our confidence and power is in you. Hallelujah. Let's give him a hand clap of praise again. Hallelujah. Turn to someone next to you and give them a high five and tell them you are in the zone. Yes, you are in the zone. The Holy Spirit is here and therefore the power of God is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hate a, a quiet room for some reason. Uh, hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Um, I came with my wife today. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's always wonderful when I'm with my wife. I feel more secure. I feel more secure. Because without faith... 
come on. We know the scriptures. Hallelujah. Um, we are getting, my wife and I uh, have just stepped into something that we too cannot describe well um, because we were used to certain operations of the spirit and then last Sunday we began to minister together and uh, we were commissioning some ministers in the house and all of a sudden the, the power of God hit the room and uh, I did not know that she was going through the same but I just knew normally when the power of God is going to hit the room I feel it fast like I like I'm I'm like I'm ready something is about to happen but then um, I wasn't ready at all I wasn't I, I thought we we're just going through this ceremony all of a sudden it is taken over by the glory of God and uh, the people whom we are commissioning on stage were falling under the power of God. The people in the congregation were crying in tears and speaking in tongues and glorifying God and, and worshiping. And, and I was standing there and I'm like, God, uh, a heads up would be great. Um, and then yesterday we were driving back from Sunday, we went to Chankwans and came back to yesterday. And we are driving and talking about the same phenomenon. And she's like, I also don't understand. I was there and we just saw God. And then today we've been in our staff meeting and stuff and just sharing. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm like, I'm seeing God showing up. And I'm like, oh, Father, this, this is different. So I think there's something about this 2020. I believe there is a shifting that is taking place in the kingdom of God. And for us, the children of God, we've entered a decade where we are going to see the unexpected. We, we have to be, um, a, a time has to come when uh, the weird is normal for us. Uh, we just have to accept that things just have to happen. Uh, be, because we walk with the king himself in us. The source of all power, the source of all solutions, the very genesis of life lives within us and therefore has to be exhibited everywhere we are. Hallelujah. And so God is going to be doing some amazing things for the church in general. And I believe that this year and in this decade, God is raising up men and women. But more than that, the voice of the church is going to be heard. And a time has come when the men around us who are not who haven't yet embraced the way, will now begin to understand that the solutions are in the way. We are the people of God. And the door has been opened. 
And the glory of God is going to manifest in ways that we, because for us, we will simply be living our normal life. We'll simply just be going about our normal business. And you are signing a business contract and all of a sudden someone is beginning to tear up and saying, how did you know that? Because we are entering a dimension where supernatural is our normal. And because it is so normal for us, we do not see anything different about us until a different spirit encounters us. And then that which sits upon us begins to counter that which is against the glory and the power of God. And men will bow to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Today I'm going to be talking to us about the confidence effect. Or really just confidence. Or the principle of confidence. Confidence. And as the Lord was helping me understand confidence, a statement came um, to me that is so true. I think it's a reality. It says, when hope is obscured, fear is given liberty to reign. And when I shared that with my wife, yeah, she gave me that same look. She said, we need to change. We need to get it in a way that it's easier. To, and we tried to figure out another way uh, and it was hard. But it's so true. So we said, maybe we could say when hope is concealed, again, fear is given liberty to reign. But let's go back to understand what, am I, what are we saying? When one, you see, when you are a believer, in Jesus Christ, it is not valid to say you have no hope. Let me say that again. When you are a believer in Jesus Christ, it is not valid to say you have no hope because you actually have hope. And we have a living hope in Christ Jesus. But every now and then, something comes around, along the way and obscures blocks our sight for the hope that we hold and because it does we then regress into a place of fear because we have entered a place of uncertainty because when you don't see the future when you don't see ahead of you and you don't know what is going to happen next. You open your life up to fear, to dominate. And therefore, you begin to take and make decisions that are more influenced by fear than the hope that you hold. 
But because I have hope, I am able to walk even when I cannot see. And therefore, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of what we have not seen. And faith works by hope because my hope is living. I know that I may not have seen it now, but it is. You see, what Jesus has accomplished for us is not a fairy tale. We are not simply assuming things when we come to Christ. We are not simply having a nice prose, a nice tale, as if it is made up fiction, no. We come to Christ because what we are entering into is a reality that has been affirmed by history and generations before us and now is being testified in our times, one, by the testimony of many, but more so by the testimony of the Holy Spirit. And so, the way we live our Christian life, the way we live our life really, is that even though I cannot see from the physical, I know there is a reality that is bigger than what I see now. And so Paul can speak and say, what is visible, what is invisible, is more eternal than what is visible. And I can walk with a confidence that defies today's circumstance because I do not walk by what I see. I walk by what is. Because sometimes what I see and what is are two different things. And every day, you are given an opportunity to demonstrate the power and the glory of God in you and through you by the difference between what you see and what is. And we say, you see what you see, but I know what is. I refuse to believe what I see. I will go by what is because I know that what is is more real than what I see and therefore I refuse to faint I refuse to lose heart because I know my today is temporary I have an eternity that I live in I walk my life by my eternal beingness hallelujah and so even when I come to a place of prayer, 
even when I come to a place of fasting and prayer, I am not coming to it like one who has no hope. Hopelessness is not a condition to send you to prayer. For God is not going to respond to emotionality. I mean, he sympathizes with our emotions. We do not have a high priest who is not untouched by our feelings. He is, but he is moved by a man that believes. Oh, may I say that again? Because that, that was so good. He is moved by a man or a woman, okay. I, I, I knew ladies were looking at, come on, come on. He is moved by a man and a woman who be. And our belief is not a blind belief. It's not simple assumptions. It's not presumption. We are not making up things. No. In Christ we have received fullness. And we rule and we reign in Christ. Hmm. And he has placed us back to a place of dominion over nature, over situations and circumstances. I mean, that's why Paul can sit in a boat that is sinking and be asleep while the others are sweating. They are panicked out and he's looking at his clock and going back to sleep. Because when I know what is, what I see becomes insignificant and therefore cannot intimidate me. Because I know Ask your neighbor for me, do you know what is? Oh. Huh. Listen. God is not crazy to give you a job and not give you a peace in that job. God is not crazy to give you a marriage and then allow some, you call them what, love niggas to <laughs> these days <laughs> like words are <of> so many <laughs> praise the Lord I, I'm trying to tell you we cannot live from a place of what we see here. We have to begin moving into what is. Ask two people for me, brother, sister, what is? For you, what is? What, what, what is? What is? What is? What is? 
Because now, and I'm sorry for those of you who do not know the story that I'm, I'm, I'm referencing, uh, but read the Bible this year. Acts is good to start with. Um, Paul is on a boat and he's a prisoner on the boat. And the boat is going to crash. And he also knows that the boat is going to crash. And everyone is sweating and throwing all their luggage and basically giving up. And Paul is chilling somewhere. Because he knows something the rest do not know. Mm-hmm. He knows it is gonna it's gonna fall apart, but it's not going to lose. I'm not losing my life here. No, I, I've been told by God that I'm going to Rome, I'm going to be speaking to some big thing. Who am I speaking to? My goodness, my goodness. Someone, you have a prophecy on your life. God has spoken great things upon your life. Situations cannot end you here. Uh -uh. You are not staying where you are. You are moving forward. Let the enemy fight however he wants to fight. Let the world rage however it wants to rage. I am getting to where God told me I will go. I am not stopping here. I know what is. And so, when the soldiers are trying to run away, calls them and says, guys, guys, don't go. <laughs> if you go, I am your protection here. Ah, oh my goodness. They thought he was their prisoner. Solution. Ah, oh my, oh my, oh my. <laughs> my friend, my friend, you have Jesus. You have Jesus. My goodness, you have Jesus. And when you have Jesus, you have everything you need. Ah, mm, I am more than a conqueror in Christ. Jesus. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know what is. Do you get it? Come on, somebody say yes. Mm. And so when we come to pray, then John tells us in 1 John 5, he says, Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. Listen. These things of coming to God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. 
Oh my God. Oh. Now, those things are good for you to put out some emotion maybe. But listen, brothers and sisters, when we pray, we come in confidence. Because we have a confidence in, and this is our confidence, that when, if we ask, okay, some things. people, there are certain words in the Bible that when you see, you should stand up, lift your chair and run ten times and come back and your neighbors say, are you crazy? And you say yes, I am. Because some of these things are too good to just He hears us. These things of Naimukama, Ovalero Muduo. Listen, I came here for some work. I came here to sharpen your axe because we have to accomplish something in our times. God has called us for greatness and big things. Uganda has to know once more again that the church of Christ is powerful and a force. Jesus Christ did not start a government. Jesus Christ did not start an economy. Jesus Christ did not start a company. He started the church and he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You are the church of Christ. You are a force. The world needs you to rise up in your confidence and say, yeah, I stand. I stand. This is the confidence. Now, it gets crazier. Because if he only had us, it still leaves us at a place where we are unsure. You remember whenever you, when you would come to your mom, say, Mama, may I eat that cassava? Me, me I know cassava. Some of you know other things. For me, when I, I grew up on what? Reboshetebosha Mama, may I eat that cassava and should keep quiet? Yeah? You remember those days? And then you go up, Mom, Mom. Mom, the and she's like, I had you. I see some parents here of three, four-year-olds, eh? 
like I had you. Now, whenever mama said, I've had you, you didn't know. Did she hear to say yes? Did she hear to say no? You are still at a place of, uh, ah, should I ask? No, I can't ask again. She had. Now, some of people approach God that way. <laughs> but now this scripture gets even crazier. He says, we know he hears us. Now, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have. Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. We know that we, we will have. Okay, we shall have. No, we, we, the petitions that we have. Ah, banange, banange. That's why you should be very prepared when you're going. Because you don't want to be ambiguous. Come on, people in the back. Namwe, wave fat me so I know you are hearing. Ah, thank you, thank you. See, you can't just be ambiguous. Ah, uh -uh. this period you have set apart. We are accomplishing something. Come on, say yes. Uh, we are accomplishing something. This side. We are accomplishing something. They have learned. We are accomplishing something. And I enjoy preaching. <laughs> now, this is the confidence we have. Are you that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Uh-huh. And if we know that he hears us. Now, the thing is this. Do you know? Uh, do you know? Because a lot of our lack is a deficiency of knowledge. Ah. Do you know? Do you know? Because some people can come here and pray and after that begin to question. Um, um. Um, um, and then he says if you are doubting and two minded uh, don't think you can uh, uh, yeah, let me even unfinish that one because uh, but, 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 but I know I put in my request I put in my petition I know now 
I can approach what I see by what I know is. Come on. That is why I love the testimony of my brother who comes and says, I had, I took off the glasses. Because what I see and what is are two different things. And then for the next five days, what he sees and what is look different, but soon what you see will catch up with what is. And this is the confidence we have. And that is why we cannot lose hope. Because we know the end. I win. I know at the end, Christ wins. And because Christ wins, I win. And so my hope and my confidence will rise. I will rise in my hope and in my confidence because I know what is. I refuse my hope to be obscured. I refuse to live as if I have no hope. I refuse to live as if it won't move because it is moving. Uh, come on, somebody. May I see someone just... what some of you need to do tonight when you get to your place and you see it as if it is <clears throat> you are see that's why you see some of us praying and we look crazy <laughs> because we are seeing certain things and you are like father oh thank you paramakasa mm, I am not able to and you're wondering what is this crazy person doing but the crazy person is seeing something we are saying ah, ah, this what I see is not the same as what is I choose to live in what is my prayer is influenced by what is not what I see I make declarations and I say mm, in the name of Jesus come on somebody if you know what I'm talking about shout amen hallelujah and so I'm going to ask you to stand up because I'm done yeah 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 I want you to ask yourself right now what do you see what is it that seems to be standing in the way uh-huh and when you see it I want you to laugh at your circumstance and your situation and say I know what I see but I know what I what is and I begin to pray a prayer that ushers me into what is. Some of you might need to get away from that neighbor of yours. Because we are going into a katankara's prayer right now. We, we are entering into what 
is and the person next to you is more digni so dignified, they might, they, they might hinder you from doing what you need to do. Because my prayer is we am, I am moving into what is from what I see into what is. And my confidence is being built up. And so when I begin to pray, I am ushering in something that you might not be seeing. Come on, somebody, begin to raise up your voice to heaven and say, my father, my father, I come in the confidence I know. I come in the glory I know. I come in the hope you give. I come in the power you've manifested. I know something has to give way. And it is now in the name of Jesus. It is not by power. It is not by might, but by your spirit. It is not I, but it is you who is working it in us. Come on, somebody raise your voice to him. I can hear the sound of a new generation. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.